Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday, and you know what that means. It is time for the Clutching Up podcast every single Thursday, coming at you live from the studios of our homes. Let's get into it, and let's get ready to rumble, everybody. This episode, along with every other one of them, is sponsored by Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm is your one-stop shop for all of your podcasting, audio distribution, and production needs. Thank you to our good buddies at Anchor for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. You are listening to Clutching Up Podcast with your hosts, Brody Cox, Tanner Kraft, Alex Lawson, and Samuel Lyman. Join us as we discuss the most pressing issues of the week on the only podcast for the boys, by the boys. You are listening to the Clutching Up Podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Clutching Up Podcast. I'm Sam. And I'm Tanner. I'm Alex. And I'm Brody. So, how's it going, guys? How are we doing? How's this week been? I know that school started yet again. So, yeah. uh, how's it treating everybody? How are we doing? Uh, I'm not the big sad started. yet, so I think that's a positive. That's good. That's good. I'm glad. I, uh, I, I don't really know what to think at this point. Uh, I think it's just going to be another, another thing. It ain't nothing but a thing, but, uh. Football's pretty interesting, but I'll get into that later. How about you guys, Alex? <laughs> I know you, you can't stop talking about it. <laughs> I was at my porn uh, professor's recital tonight. So oh. That was fun. That sounds good. I, uh, I have an issue. School's getting back in session, and I already have a complaint. And it's not one that is directly related to the school, but it is one that... Uh, one that baffles me, and I want I want everybody's take, right? So, why is it that, you know, we live in COVID. We live in COVID times. COVID dominates the world, or whatever. Why is it that if I want to go to McDonald's, who is touted all-day breakfast for the better part of, like, oh, gosh, how long is it? Four years now or something? Why is it that now I can go to McDonald's after all-day breakfast has seeped its way as a normal thing in life at 2 p.m. and I want to get a McGriddle, and they say, oh, we don't serve all-day breakfast anymore because of COVID? Why is that a thing? It means that they're not making enough money to sustain doing breakfast all day. I don't see how that's a thing, though, because they still serve it, just not until after 10.30. It means not enough people are buying it at that time? due to COVID, and so they will no longer be selling it because they're not making money off of it? Well, that's stupid. Like, Why? Because it affects one person? No, because it affects more people than me. <laughs> I guarantee you. Just get up earlier, have, Brody, come on. I guarantee you there are other people that have the same problem. And it's not a matter of getting up early. I get all of day breakfast when I want to because I want something light. It's because I want something that's, you know, not going to, like, destroy me like most McDonald's food would. Did you hear that? Breaking news. McDonald's is changing their policy on all-day breakfast due to Brody Cox being the only person who really wants it. You know what? Good. I hope they do. I hope they care about me that that much. You know, Brody, or you could just not choose McDonald's at that time because no, I McDonald's have been, I have, the I have greatest. Been, I've been boycotting McDonald's because of this. 
I refuse to eat at McDonald's. Um, I haven't eaten at McDonald's in years. I will. I will take my business elsewhere. But I, I just think it's crazy. Like several other people that I've talked to outside of this podcast have had this problem with me. Like it's not just me. I, I promise there have been people at my job. There have been people on social media. Like I, I don't know why this is a thing. Well, hear me out. Businesses do things because they make money. And when they don't make money off of that thing, they stop doing it. See, I'm not, like, arguing with that. <laughs> I'm not arguing with that premise. What I'm saying is, is that, like, I don't see how they wouldn't if this many other people want it. Like, there have been other complaints. Like, this is right, How many me. restaurants have you gone to where they said, we're going to simplify the menu due to COVID? No, because Taco Bell's been simplifying the menu for over a year now. It's not been because of COVID. I haven't been to any restaurant that has simplified the menu because of COVID. Like, I mean, I, like every restaurant I go to is, like... Here's our new menu for, like, this time. Like, I, Texas Roadhouse did it. The Burger did it. Like, all these places did it. See, I don't eat at those places frequently. So I, I'm taking your word for it. But, like, I'm I'm just straight up telling you right now that, like, I want all-day breakfast. And it's it's not been working out because of COVID, COVID, COVID. I don't understand it. Okay. So COVID happens. Less people are going to McDonald's. McDonald's less, makes less money. No, I'm not McDonald's arguing with your premise. I understand. Isn't on the list. I understand. I understand what you were saying. I'm saying that it's not just me that has had this problem. Like it is a bigger problem than just oh I'm complaining. It's like multiple other people have had it, and I wish that someone would bring it to their attention. Clearly, and not enough people have it for them to not be making enough money. On I them. will go and probe. Where is McDonald's headquarters? Where is where is the corporate headquarters for McDonald's? California, New York. I'm good question. I'm gonna Google that right Whatever now. Whatever state they were came out of. What is the corporate? I think it's the sunny state. All right, so it's in Chicago. Oh, we're not gonna do that then. Never mind. I was gonna say we're gonna protest, but that's that's probably a bad idea. So I will send a strongly worded letter. How much you don't actually care? It's Chicago. It's like saying, "All right, go to Moss Eisley and protest the Empire." Like, no. It's probably a place you could do it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll see in the Obi Wan series. We'll see that. <laughs> what if you can't see? What do you have to? What do you have to see, huh? What do you mean? What if I'm being see? ableist? Oh my gosh! I don't know. No ableism here. So, uh, other than the breakfast thing, has anybody else had any other major culinary events happen? I know we talk about, like, weird meals that we share a lot on this show. Has anyone had Major culinary yeah, events? Culinary events. I eat food. That's I, a pretty I big one. I haven't been out anywhere else with my dad since the last episode, so, like, I, I don't have any more dad stories. Because <laughs> most of them revolve around food. Well, I haven't really gone out anywhere to eat, so... That is, that is fair. That is fair. Uh, I haven't eaten food in like the past two days. That's oh. that's concerning, like straight up. Straight up. Straight up. Are you okay? Do you need like help? No, I was joking. Oh, okay, okay. I I eat like one meal a day. I've been ever since like this has been a thing that I guess I've just changed my diet habits or whatever. But like, I only eat two meals a day now, and part of me hates that, and part of me is like okay with it. But like, that's been ever since. March when like quarantine started is that 
even with online school, my first class is until 10 every day, so I don't see the point in, like, getting up and cooking a big breakfast or anything because I eat lunch at 11. Like, so I just eat two meals a day. I agree. Yeah. I just don't like breakfast. It makes me feel a little icky. I love I love breakfast and, True. I, love, and I love breakfast food, but, like, I'm starting to understand the idea of brunch now. But like, now that I can't have a fancy brunch or, like, a proper one, just, like, the concept of brunch, I understand it because, like, I feel like I'm naturally more hungry anyways at 11 than I am at, like, 7.15 in the morning, you know? Apologies for that. That was my phone going uh, yeah, You're good. You're good. Um, but, yeah, like, even if I'm up at a normal time, even say, like, breakfast is 9 or whatever, if I get up at, like, 8 and I want to eat at 9, how I did back in uh, college times... I find it's more natural for me to, like, be hungry and eat at 11.15 than at 9 a.m. That's just me. Breakfast is so good when it's not eating at breakfast time. Yes, no, breakfast for dinner is, like, the elite meal, top tier. I agree. I never have really enjoyed eating breakfast as breakfast. You know, that is like that is cereal. true. Cereal is like a good food any time. Like, there is no time limit for cereal. Period. Yo, I haven't had cereal in like a year, honestly. Really? Yeah. I mean, you missed it. You missed it on the show last week. We talked about uh, the cereal killer cereal bar where like it's pretty they pretty much make diabetes like things that could give you diabetes and it's all cereal based. It's awful. Like, that made me almost not want to eat cereal again. Real question, though. What is everyone's favorite cereal? Um, that is a good question. I think I have one that I'm pretty confident about right off the bat. I think that Cinnamon Toast Crunch is my favorite, just like period. It's kind of gross. What? Whoa, whoa. Yeah, how do you not like Cinnamon Toast Crunch? I just don't like cinnamon that much. I mean, I can, I can that. I'm probably going to lean on this more with Tanner. Okay, that's fine. Y'all don't have to like cinnamon toast crunch. Divided. Uh, mine's probably like frosted flakes. Ooh, that is a solid contender. See, no. I don't like that either. What do you it's like? It's okay, then? Alex. It's okay to be wrong. Someone's going to do it. What do you like if you don't like cinnamon toast crunch or frosted flakes? <laughs> How are you going to act like that's literally the only two cereals? I mean, <laughs> cereals? there are other cereals, but I'm just curious what yours is going to be. I love Fruity Pebbles. Oh, my. Eh. I love, like, Captain Crunch. Okay, real talk. Have you guys... <laughs> this is going to sound so dumb. Have you all ever had Cracklin' Oat Bran? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, Cracklin'... Resounding no. So, Cracklin' Oat Bran was a cereal from, like... And they still make it. Just so you know, this new. I didn't eat the cereal from, like, the 70s. But it's a cereal from, it was like originally made when Mamma was a kid. And it's pretty much not changed the recipe. And it is the product of like the 1950s straight up. Because it is just oat bran with like visible sugar on it in a box. And that is all it is. But it's really good because they stick, they mesh everything together and make the glaze. Because they just pour vanilla flavoring like in the box probably and shake it up and then put it back on the line. It's like bad, but it's good. I really enjoy it. 
That sounds very bland, Brody. I don't know. It's it's okay. Uh, it's it's not bad. Sam, what's your favorite? Hmm. That is a great question. So I actually really like the part of Captain Crunch that's just like the normal pieces of cereal, not the berries. Because if you've seen that cereal, like, oops, all berries. Yeah. That, yeah, that is a travesty. It's, yeah, it's atrocious. I will say... I used to love honeycombs. Okay, I will say, none of us have talked about possibly one of the goats of cereal as uh, Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms are pretty heat, not gonna lie. I prefer Fruit Loops. Eh, no. I don't know. So, rounding, rounding it back to McDonald's, because this does make sense, this is a perfect segue. Um, Jeremy Pruitt has been fired at UT. And he was fired because he was paying the players, but he paid the players by filling up McDonald's bags full of $100 bills and giving them to them on their official visits. And then we went 3-8. and eight. Yeah, he cheated to go 3-8. and eight. But now, as of today, as of uh, January 21st, we have hired a competent athletic director and... We're on our way to hiring Lane Kiffin. I'm, I'm manifesting it. It's going to happen. If we hire that's, Lane... That's jumping the gun if a we, lot. If we hire Lane Kiffin, I'm I'm going to call it a work. I'm going to call it a school. I'm going to... I don't know. I'll call my senator. I don't know. See, so you're on this Lane Kiffin high because you're not a real UT fan. You just started being a real UT I fan. I am a real UT fan. We've been over this. I go to the school, I like it, I have paid attention because my family has gone to UT, and I know that I I am a fan, and that there are a lot of other real UT fans that want this move too, because Lane Kiffin, when he left, was like 26, and he left to go to his actual, like, at the time, dream job, and now he's matured, he's grown up like all of us have, and he's texted multiple of the boosters. There's evidence that he said that he's ready to come home, that he didn't give us a fair shake. He's sorry and wants to try again, and I'm willing to give him a second chance. Because we have the option to get the modern-day Steve Spurrier, which is Lane Kiffin. Like, he runs that kind of innovative offense, and that's what we need. We don't need somebody who's trying to win a ball game 6-9. to nine. Nice. It's okay. If we don't go 9-4 and four in the first season, they'll boot him in the second season. I doubt that. Because <laughs> it's Tennessee fans. I don't know. But, um, anyways. That's what everyone said about this one, and then we booted him in the second season. We booted him in the third season. Thank you. Whatever. It um, wasn't a real season. Well, and see, here's the thing, though, is that we didn't boot him. We weren't going to boot him because he was bad. There was yes, actual we evidence of cheating, and that's why he got no, fired. We were going to boot him because he's bad, and so we found the actual evidence. We I, made that come out because every coach is cheating, but we pushed this one out there so we didn't have to pay him. I don't necessarily agree with that take, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, Brody, we would never would have heard this story if, like, people didn't want him out. You wanted him out forever. Like, because he, he thought he was bad, and then the story started coming out. Yeah, he was bad, but, like, the boosters and the other people didn't snitch on him. It's pretty much all but confirmed that the person who snitched on him was a player. We just don't know who the player was. So that's, that's what... That wouldn't have happened if people didn't want him out. 
the player who snitched on him because the player had a motive. That's who wanted him out. And so, I mean, when you go tattletale to the NCAA, the NCAA is going to investigate. That's not true. I'm sure people have told on Nick Saban he's still there. I don't know. It's, that's, that's whatever. But anyways, um, because of this, a lot of scholarship players have lost, have left the program for one reason or another, be it that they didn't like Pruitt or be it that there's indication that these were the players that were being paid. And so rather than sit out for a year or lose eligibility, they're just going to a different school and trying to save face, which you can blame them. Meaning that we have, uh, we are in the territory now at UT where we have less players than we do available scholarships, so we're going to have to have walk-ons um, if we don't get any new players. So I think that if we're still in this situation by the fall, we should go to walk-on football tryouts and try to get a spot as, like, special teams players. Not team, not players that are important, not, like, trying to be a quarterback or anything that, like, you wouldn't get. But, like, I think that if I put on pads, I could be one of those dudes that just runs down the field on kickoff. You know, they just, sign just exist to run yeah. down the field. And I mean, that's really like if you play kickoff and that's the only thing you do in college, you pretty much just run down the field and then go back to the sideline. Or like I could be the extra point kicker. I couldn't be the kicker that like kicks good field goals or even kicks off the ball. But like I could be the dude that just kicks like the 15 yard extra point. <laughs> yeah, they don't sign people for that. I know they don't. That's the thing. But we're in such a desperate situation. This is our one shot to get it. <laughs> Yeah, and you find the kicker that can kick a 40-yard field goal, and you know he can kick the 15. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I think that we could go out and be extra point kickers. I think that'd be fun. I think I think if it gets to that point that, you know, I could trot myself out there on game day in Neyland Stadium, where the number 69, kick a 15-yard field goal, extra point, do the finger guns, and then go back on the sideline for another 45 minutes and drink Gatorade. <laughs> You're gonna go to like kick and you're just gonna screw it up the first time. They never let you back on. It does. It does the thing. Guns out of the way after completely botching a field goal. It does the thing where it like it was a game-winning field goal. It was five. It was a five-yard uh, field goal, game-winning field goal, and you kicked it, and it, you just like hit the lineman in front of you. And then they would accuse you. And they would accuse you of throwing because you finger gun afterwards missed. <laughs> Knowing my luck, I would like kick the field goal, but I would wait. I would accidentally jump the gun, you know, how you're supposed to wait till they put the net up behind the field goal so it doesn't, like, kill somebody. And I would kick the field goal. It would, like, hit a woman straight in the face, and she'd just, like, get a bloody nose. I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, that's the kind of luck I would have. If I had success, it would be, like, at a cost. I'm pretty sure they don't let you kick it before. Yeah, I was about to say, that it's kind of a process. I'm pretty yeah, sure the just, ref stands there and goes, wait. I get straight on the field. I don't even wait for the whistle. I just, like, boot the thing through the uprights. It's like, give me the points. And then Ugh. you get a flag on the play for unsportsmanlike conduct. Finger guns. We still get the points. Nope. <laughs> I how that works. What do you guys think of that picture I sent in the Discord? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to not mention it, but you talk about the spider one. <laughs> no, no. Oh no, I haven't. <laughs> the other one. I haven't seen it. I keep getting all these. Sp- it's something. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I think science has gone too far. <laughs> I, yeah, I could have gone my whole life and just never acknowledged that, that existed. 
Uh, just to let y'all know, it's a uh, summon device that makes your uh, testicles into a second phallic-shaped object. I wonder what that phallic-shaped object could be. Yeah. What I want to know, though, is, like, how? I don't know. I guess you could just redirect them, maybe. Like... <laughs> I, redirect? What do you... <laughs> But then again, like it would. Just be, I think it, the thing to the question he's asking is, how does it stay? I don't think it does stay. Like, yeah, there has to be a series of injections if you want it to stay. I feel like I don't understand how that works. Speaking God. of injections, the top photo that he sent. Speaking of injections, I have another thing that I think would be fun for us to do. Right. I think that if and when we all get the COVID vaccine. We should get it together and, like, do that vaccine quarantine period together and, like, do it the real world style or whatever. Like, have the, the confession confession bathroom or whatever. Like, it would be, it'd be funny because, like, I've seen reports from everybody that's gotten this vaccine that they either, like, it's no big deal or that it, like, feels like they've gotten hit by a truck or they actually, like, feel like they've gotten COVID or some of them just, like, you know, I don't know. There it's are, just like is giving you COVID. Yeah, no. There are a lot of things that are like weird about the vaccine. Obviously, that are like side effects wise, and I feel like it'd be fun to just like see how it goes with all of us together. I, I don't. I don't think it will be bad all because it, it's a a vaccine. All I'm saying is, is that if for some reason any of us do lose our taste from it, I'm gonna recreate. Have you all seen that kid? It's on the internet that, like, does the the coldest challenges or whatever where he, like, chugs water. But before he does it, he eats, like, two packs of it's gum. Like, here's, like, two packs of mints. Yeah, uh, two packs of mints. He, like, drinks some Listerine. He's like, this is my coldest one yet. And then before that, he's like, now nah, we're going to put some salt and ice in here. We're going to, like, put some liquid nitrogen. He's like, this kid's insane. And he doesn't do it because he's, like, lost his taste. He's like, he just does it because he's, you know, crazy. The internet's such a crazy place, too. Like, I'll put it how you want to know how crazy the internet is and how crazy college is. Go for it. My statistics class has a button in the game chat that says poggers. And yes, I said <laughs> poggers and I said game chat. My new best friend at UT is my stats professor. His name's Brian. He's a really cool dude. He messaged me on Discord to start our, like, working relationship, which is interesting because uh, he's my stats professor. <laughs> and uh, he has a Discord server, yada, yada, yada. So anyways, I get into the class today. It's the first day of class, and his intro to class is a custom-made Epic Rap Battles of History intro that is Brian versus Statistics. And this goes on, and I expected him to start rapping. Thankfully, he didn't. That would have been hilarious, though. And he's explaining how the class works, and then he's like, oh, yeah, and if you type in this, you can gamble your points that you get for class. I'm like, gamble points? Like, everything on college, you know, is on a crazy scale. He's like, yeah, I give points for people that attend class, but if you want to get a lot of points quick, you can gamble your points when you answer questions <laughs> and just build them up. That's <laughs> incredible. I was like, what is this? And so... 
I, I was testing him. I was like, life's too short to bet small. And then he like sees the comment in the chat goes, you're right. Life's too short to bet small. You need to go all in. Just gamble all your points and reward. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. And then he's like, yeah, if you press this button too, yeah, you can make the math bot say poggers. It's <laughs> like, wh- where am I? <laughs> like, what? This man literally just has a functioning stream of his classes. He does. Like, I, I need to screen record it and show you guys because it is insane what goes on. Can I attend his class? Yeah, he has a stream deck too. So, like, whenever we go to a different thing or a different problem, it shows like a little push and like a bunch of graphics and the screen flips and then he's like face camming in a different corner of this thing. Little do you know that as soon as the class is over, he goes immediately to Twitch and starts streaming. No, that's the thing is that somebody asked if he had a Twitch. He was like, yeah, but like, I really only play a lot of old Nintendo games or like whatever, so I don't stream. That's a lie. For how this setup, he has to stream something. Or else he's just... It's true. Yeah, I'd watch old Nintendo games. Those would be the best. No, 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 no. But, like, I, I, I bet he does. But, like, his streaming setup is definitely that of, like, a competitive gamer. Because you look at the equipment, he has, like, nice equipment, too. It's like... And he has, like, controllers and stuff. He has stuff that is not for just playing old Nintendo games. He's probably... Maybe he just plays old Nintendo games to the highest ability. Knowing my luck, he's probably... His side job is him as a professor. Yeah, no, he... Knowing our luck, he's probably, like, ranked 10th in the world in Mortal Kombat. He's, like... He's, he's sitting there talking about that, his... Uh, the current slide, play. and he's just sitting there all, all on his, like, gamepad. Or his fight, you know... He's got his fights to go. Fights. For real. He's gonna, he's gonna, we're gonna start off the stream one day and I'm gonna get into that, like go in accidentally early and he's gonna be like, alright guys, I'm about to be the record, about to be the record, speed run, speed run. Because that's another thing, is it for like review, he doesn't call his math reviews reviews, he calls them speed runs. Except here's the thing, he actually speed runs the review. <laughs> he has like, timer up on the screen. He has a timer up and he's like, alright, math, math 113, alright, here we go and go. All right, the answer to this question is this. Click. The answer to this question is this. All right, tracking, tracking. Put it in a stack crunch. All right, all right. And, and go. On to the next one. It's like stuff like that. What are splits? Yeah, for real. This is like, this is a far cry from Auntie Carolyn's Math 115 class. However, I love it. I am here for this. Because You're just going to see him using his, like, fight stick. He's going to be playing, like, KI or something. <laughs> He uses a fight stick. He uses a fight stick to run stat crunch. <laughs> but like, no, honest to God, I'm here for this because if anything, it means if I play this smart, I can gamble my way to a hundred in this class. <laughs> because he was talking about, he said, so many people have gambled points in the past that they were able to make like D's on the test and still make a B in the class. <laughs> Yo, is this even like a math class or is this just a gambling class? He pretty much said that like his goal isn't for us to be like mathematicians. His goal is to make uh, data-driven decisions. I'm like, I'm really just going to test my luck. I'm going to put on like my smoking jacket, light a cigar, you know, like gamble, play the roulette wheel of the points board. It's all a huge plot just to see... He has, like, a program running in the background saying who will gamble and who won't, and this is just a huge project for his stats, <laughs> like, something. 
knowing my luck, you guys are really behind all the gambling stuff and just trying to get me to see that I, like, legitimately have a gambling problem that isn't just, like, within video games. <laughs> like, man, Brody's, like, made a D in this class. I mean, What's with the amount of times you've been talked been about gambling. emailing your professor for, like, days now to set this up. I don't think you knew how hard this was. You're going to notice he's going to be testing out the stats with like an Excel spreadsheet of all the times you've gambled and what points you've <laughs> used up. You guys are just like looking at it. It's like, man, I don't see what Brody's grade is. It's like, Brody has a D. It's like, why does he have a D? Let's cut over to him. I'm here like hitting again, going to all of him. It's like, Brody, you're already down like 1,500 points. I don't care. Do it again. Imagine you get like 100 on an assignment and you could gamble points away to try and earn more points. <laughs> Buying, buying, like getting a hundred on an assignment it's like buying one of those square blocks of chips at the casino instead of buying just like individual chips. It's like one of the big ones. <laughs> like, hit me, hit me again. Well, wait, what do you even use the points on? <laughs> no, no, no. It's just grades. Like it, it is your grade. Like your grade points. You can. <laughs> Yo, I'd be like the safest better ever and never bet unless I knew I was gonna win. <laughs> But what I'm asking is like semester and gambles it down to a D. <laughs> My main thing is like, what are you? Are you gambling on like a question up on the screen, or are you gambling yeah. just literally rolling a dice and seeing who put points and who gets them out? No, so it's like individual gambling. Like there is some sustenance to it, where it's like he puts up a question and you select the answer, but you wager that your answer is right. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's not like a totally blind system where I could be like, all right, I bet this is going to happen. Roll the wheel, Brian. It's it's more like, I think I've got this right, so I'm going to gamble that I do have this right. There's going to be that one kid who never pays attention and literally just guesses, puts it all in every time. He's going to get like... An astounding grade. <laughs> and we definitely had a troll in our class today because he was explaining points and how to bet them. And he was like, I'm going to give everybody 20 points to start off the bet with. And some dude literally, in the, it was like a yes or no question that was like, he was just showing us how to bet to get the 20 points. So he gave us 10 and the payout was 10. And <laughs> it was a yes or no question and it was like, is the sky blue? And then you can bet, and like five people put no. He's like, you guys aren't going to lose all your points. And one of them just goes back, really now? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> some, some people are just wild. If the sky's green? To them, at least. Who's to say what blue really is? All the blind people in the chat are like, what? What's the sky? All the blind people in the chat are like, how am I seeing this? Oh, goodness. That's fine. So, um, yeah, no, but my, my, uh, UT is going to be interesting this semester, and I know you guys have your own separate college things, like Sam and his, his book buying disaster that I'm sure we'll talk about. But, yeah, uh, it's fun. Yeah. But, like, UT is just going to be interesting, because I have everything from, like, the cut and dry we're going to do this the old-fashioned way, synchronous classes, to uh, Brian Stevens' House of Wonderfulness. I'm going to try. Like, my goal is, since he's such an accessible dude and I have had dealings with him in the past, I think my goal by the end of the semester is to get him on the show. I, th I think that would be interesting. Ask him if I could join his class. Well, <laughs> he's a gamer. Like he, I mean, obviously he's a gamer, so, like, I mean, we could... We could get him on here, talk about some old games, maybe 
Wait, he plays Nintendo? Yeah. See, challenge me in Smash Bros. Oh my gosh. That he's going to pull out the GameCube controller and be like, oh, he's ready. <laughs> he's prepared. Dude, I love the GameCube controller. The GameCube controller is superior. The superior controller ever created, TBH. That's true. Yeah. Give you all the options. Um, but no, I think that's our goal is to get him on. If if my dream semester is if we hire Lane Kiffin, if my stiffy for Kiffy is satisfied okay. and we get Brian on the podcast, that is that is what needs to happen for it to be a successful semester. All right, Brody, here's what you need to do. Yeah. Message him on Discord and be like, who do you main on Smash? <laughs> What's like the cringiest thing I could say to him just to sound like a normie? The cringiest thing you could say? Yeah. Who do you main on Smash? I, 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 I main, uh... What's See, the... wait, wait. Brody, here's what you need to do. Since you really don't have, like, much knowledge of Smash Bros, just say whatever you think you should need to say to ask what his main is, and that'll probably come off as cringy. Um, what's the me character that's in all the other me sports games that's, like, the one with the goatee that just, like, claps you every time? Is it Brian? Is that the me? Matt? Matt, yeah. Like, I main Matt from the me... <laughs> Me sports and me in a smash. He, uh, that's Matt, yeah. <laughs> it's not a playable character. You I mean you could make a me Matt, sure. Oh, dude, like, Matt was, is like the secret lord of all of the Nintendo games. Like, he's the boxing champion, the boxing coach, he's like the champion of everything in Wii Sports Resort. Matt is like the superior me to all of the rest of them. He is the best. Who's Matt based off of? Is what I don't know. I don't know. Who's this mysterious Matt? That is an excellent question. Probably like I don't know. He looks a little bit like Mr. T without the (laughs) mohawk. I just looked it up and it says Matt is a CPU me from Wii Sports, Wii Sports Resort, and Wii Party. He is ranked number fifty-two out of the Wii Sports Resort CPUs by overall skill level. His total skill level is 6,303. Master difficulty. <laughs> oh, my God. Orange. He oh. actually is in Smash. I think he's in the background of the stage portion, or, like, the normal stage portion of the Wii, or Wii Sports Resort oh, uh, stage, I think. Trust me, I know a lot about Matt. There was a video that I watched as I was falling asleep the other night on YouTube, so I only watched, like, a three-fourths of it. It was the lore behind the character of Matt in the me. Like, his role in all this stuff. Like, the me character. It didn't say it was based off of it. It was like, Matt is the boxing teacher, but he's also, like, a boxing legend. Stuff like that. They have lore. Apparently, they do have lore. Yeah, that was on, like, the wiki. And it was talking about the fact that his favorite color was orange. Yeah. Oh, more power to him. For real. So, what's the deal, right, with all of these... Uh, these what's the deal with airplane food? Yeah. Have you all seen all these Bernie Sanders chair memes? Because that's, yeah. that's the current thing that is making my life, like, bearable. I love them so much. <laughs> I think Bernie Sanders is just a living meme. He's literally been, like, there's the meme of him running down the Capitol. There's the meme of him, like, I'm once again asking for your financial support. Which, ironically, he's wearing the same coat in the chair meme as he is the other meme. <laughs> oh, by the way, this has nothing to do with this topic, but I just remembered Matt is on, I think it's Woohoo Island, I think it's called. If I'm correct, I don't know. 
Yeah. I think I saw that one. Another stage name that well. Wonderful. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm down for. It makes me wonder. Like other than Bernie Sanders right now, who do you think is the most memed living person right now? Rick Astley. Okay, that's a fair point. I would be willing to say that there are also a lot of like. uh, There's obviously Beetlejuice. He's in a lot of memes. what memes you looking at, boy? No, 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 not like not like Beetlejuice, like the Elon Musk. The ca- yeah, not like Beetlejuice, the character. I'm talking like Beetlejuice, the uh, small African American man with the big eyes. Oh yeah, yeah. Beetlejuice. <laughs> I was like, man, I've never seen Beetlejuice in a meme before. It's like, nah, you're thinking of the wrong Beetlejuice. <laughs> um, yeah, I. What else? Um, Guy Fieri is in a lot of memes. I mean, he used to be a lot more, but now he's just in. He's like a a character of the memes. I haven't seen Guy Fieri in a while. <laughs> I is he okay? How is Guy Fieri? How's he doing? Who's to he's, say? Uh, he's just chilling to Flavor Town. <laughs> Flavor Town. As he sits there crying and weeping. As he pours barbecue sauce on the bullet and puts the gun to his mouth and says, One last trip to Flavortown. <laughs> I don't know if you ever saw that meme, but that was a good one. I don't look at memes, I just cry. I relate. Except I look at memes. Ankara comes hand in hand. Well, y'all know today is the 21st day of the 21st year of the 21st century. Yo. I did not make that connection until right now at 11.16 p.m. on the 21st day of the 21st year of the 21st century. So that's cool. Ooh, I got something since we were talking about memes. Do you ever have it when you're like, scrolling through stuff and you'll get the occasional video that's like of a really sad like animal rescue video and every time I watch it I'm like you know this is incredible video but I'm not trying to feel sad right now I'm now I'm sad you know I understand that at least the animal's okay so makes it a little better but at the start they always show it like 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 the animals in really bad like positions or images I'm like this came out of nowhere yeah, I feel like should we listen to Twenty One Guns because like it's it's the twenty first of that. Twenty One Guns. There we go. That's all you needed. Yeah, if I didn't know that, I would have I would have made it more of a meme. But I've been I've been too I've been too uh, caught up in my flight tracking and everything today because. Uh, the coaching search and whatnot. As you can tell, I have nothing else better to do. Um, All you have is coaching on the mind right now. I uh, the only things that I really have on my mind are like Spanish words that I just try to replay in my mind to make sure I don't forget what they mean. Like you know, I know that this isn't what I'm studying, but like I'll just think sacapuntas or something just like randomly. <laughs> Yo, once I look at a word, uh, I don't look at it ever again. 
No, because you're exactly right. That's sort of my strategy is that I think about the words and phrases I need to know now. But then after I think of now, I just like axe 95% of them. I only keep the ones that I'll probably need to carry over or just like objects to talk about. Like if we're being honest, anytime I'm asked about like what do you do, like what is your schedule, I always talk about eating and showering because I remember those two things and waking up. I say I wake up, I shower, and I eat. Like those are the three things because they always ask you for three things and that's my answer every time because I don't want to think about like, oh, I vacuum or oh, I set the table. No, wake up, shower, eat. If you remember that, you're good. You can pass all the Spanish classes. That's all you What if you don't shower? You lie. I'll be honest with you. When I was like, and I mean, this is just what I did. When I was, uh, when I had a girlfriend last semester and they would be like, talk about your girlfriend, boyfriend, if you have one. I just couldn't remember the word for girlfriend or boyfriend. So I just said I had a wife and everyone sort of just went with it. That's the moment when you accidentally say that you have a boyfriend. (laughs) When you mean to to say you have a wife and you accidentally say dad. Instructions unclear. I now have a boyfriend and finally have <laughs> email your professor. Be like, okay, I said boyfriend instead of girlfriend, and now my girlfriend's a dude. Um, how do I undo? This? What do I do? What, what do I do? <laughs> what, what kind of sorcery did you put us under? <laughs> you didn't tell me words had this much power, ma'am. Goodness. I don't know why, but that made me think of the Adam Sandler movie Click. Like that, the premise is loosely tied in there, I guess, with like fixing reality. <laughs> but like, I thought about that movie. I've been thinking about that movie too much for some reason. Like, why? Why that movie? I don't know. Because like, it's a cool premise, but it's a terrible movie. But like, it is a cool premise. Like, imagine if you had a remote that would just uh, stop time or something. That'd be kind of cool. I mean, that is the premise of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what would you do if you could stop time? Like, I don't know. I'd probably... Finish my homework all of one day. I was going to say, if I could stop time and I knew that it was just like, it would quit until I started it again, I would get everything done. Like, in my day, I'd, like, stop time for, like, what to everybody else would be, like, a couple seconds. I'd get all my chores done. I'd get everything done in the day. So then when I hit, like, you know, resume the day... I could just have the rest of the day to myself to do whatever I wanted, you know. I would literally, my answer would be I'd literally do all my homework so I could just enjoy the semester really not having to do much. Yeah, I would straight up, like, honestly, I would probably do my, like, my rock and roll class is totally asynchronous. I would just stop, like, one minute of one day, and I would take it out for, like, hours, maybe even a day, and just get the whole class done with. <laughs> like finish it all you know I wouldn't have lost any time I could just finish it in all honesty if I'm able to work ahead on any classes this semester I'm probably going to try and do it yeah no that's that's the only way to go especially with everything being online it's just there's no set way to to do it I feel it like they've added in so much more like homework because Things they would usually have as, like, a basic lesson, they turn into an assignment. Yeah. That's what's going to be crazy is whenever this is, you know, 
good enough to the point where we can come back to meeting in person for class, the workload is going to shrink drastically, and I don't think people are going to know what to do with themselves. Like, like all I've been doing homework for the past four months. What do I do now? Yeah, like all the rec areas at campus. Like, even if you have to wear a mask, but you can still get into the rec areas. Like, they're going to be packed. People are going to be playing pool, throwing cornhole, just walking around and stuff. Like. It's going to be crazy. Just enjoying being alive. Yeah, I know. Like, have you enjoyed being alive recently? Because I sure know I haven't. Like, I mean, the the winter break was pretty nice, but now yeah. school started back up, and I've already had, like, not the greatest start due to complications You're right. with books. Hey, we're going to the, we're gonna go to the gym tomorrow, though. That'll make everything okay. That'll be, that'll be interesting. Yeah, that's one thing for you all viewers to follow. We're going we're gonna to start a series, like a vlog series. We'll probably... If we don't vlog it weekly, we'll probably, like, make it a series that comes in one video when it's all done. But Sam and I are going to go on a journey. I think one video, like a one just nice yeah, video. Yeah, that'd, cool. be, that'd be cool. We're going to go on a journey from tomorrow, the 22nd of January, to, we'll just say, heck, the, the 22nd of May. We're going to go that long, and we're going to work out consistently, and we're going to grow our hair the whole time. And we're going to become different people. But it's all part of a social experiment. Because I, as you all know, <laughs> this, is where, this is where it gets in. I, and we haven't really explained this part to Tanner and Alex yet, so the, this is their first time hearing it. As you all know, I have a Tinder, right? And I would say I get like an average number of swipes. But our goal is we're going to keep my bio and my picture and everything the same until everything is the, until the end of the challenge. And then at the end of the challenge, we're going to recreate every single picture, but with like however I look then. And we're going to see the rate at which the swipes go up just to see how shallow people really are. You know they are going to go up, right? You say they are or aren't? Are. Oh. I thought you were just saying, like, you know they're not going to go up, right? I was like, oh. I mean, to be fair, the first step to meeting someone you like is physical attraction. No, exactly. That's that's the key. Is it like, it's sort of positivity but it's also sort of like uh you know we're just gonna see but we're not gonna do anything crazy like supersize me type diets or anything we're just gonna sort of just i would hope not because that'd be the opposite effect no that's oh, you guys want a cool like writing prompt right now that we can talk about yeah go for it okay what if you had uh you could see like your red string of fate that it was attached to whoever you're meant to be with but you find somebody that you're like the perfect connection with, but they aren't attached to the, your string. What do you do? All right, so I have a good question then. If we're talking about fate here, does that mean who you will eventually love? No, that That's is a good, uh, a good question. Uh, are you? That is implying that you can't take your fate into your own hands. Like, eventually you'll end up with whoever's at the end of the uh, red string. Like, whether you want to or not, essentially. Yeah, but I believe that you can take your own fate and do whatever you want with it. That's an interesting concept. I, I believe exactly what Tanner just said, because what if you could see that red string, right? But then you just don't ever approach that person. And mm -hmm. then it's not your fate anymore, because it didn't happen. Like, you can't be forced into something like that. Exactly. Yeah, you're, you're so right. I would say, no. You could, if you meet some other person you really enjoy, go for that. And 
or just huh, interesting yeah you're right we should do it do that go into a different dimension and do that you know what's interesting talking about things like that like psychological stuff I've I don't know what it is I've swear to you I've not researched this at all or like actively researched it it's just come up in my feed of like articles that I read a lot um are you all familiar with what DMT is like the drug mm-hmm. okay so DMT is this really powerful like hallucinogenic drug that like people are known for taking trips on and there are people that have like recorded evidence that like it's, it's talking about altering time and stuff, like the click remote, except it's real, like in the DMT. Like, there have been people that have taken a hit of DMT and hallucinated in their mind, like, a whole life. Like, 30... Like, there have been experiments done on this. And, like, a minute in the real world, their DMT hit took them and, like, their brain manufactured a whole, like, 50-year life. And the concept of it is, is that, like, in theory, you don't know that, like, you know, all this, like, oh, we're living in a simulation. Like, there is a real possibility that the life that you are living right now, that, like, you yourself have just taken a hit of DMT off somewhere else. And you're just going to, like, wake up from this whenever you die. And, like, your trip will be over. <laughs> like, that's crazy. This trip fucking sucks. Then. <laughs> yeah. Like, there are people that have taken a like taken a hit of DMT and then like 15 minutes later they like come back and are like all shook and like crying because like they're grieving the loss of their dead son and whatever because like they live the whole life on that and I just think that that's interesting like how powerful that is like not in a good way like that's scary like drugs are scary that sounds pretty cool though oh yeah but like at the same time like that's scary <laughs> I'd do that you think so? What are its limits? If if in this alter, alternate like host like illusion world, and I like learn things, <laughs> can I become a, a, a celestial being? It's like it's like these people that like wake up from their comas and speak perfect Spanish. Sam's just like, oh, this is a perfect cop out. Like, <laughs> I, can, I can learn. <laughs> this is like time. Me. This is like freezing time, but speed running. You just like, like a hit of DMT while already on a hit. <laughs> it's, just an endless, it's just an endless cycle. It's like, kind of like you just you just like you wake up out of it. and You're like, well, I'm moving to Germany. I now know the language. It's like the end of Interstellar when the Tesseract like collapses it on itself. It's just like all your different hits of DMT are collapsing in until this singularity where you wake up and like you realize that you're some dude named Ron that lives in like rural St. Louis. It's like really sub- specific. Suburban St. Louis in like. I was going to say, is there a rule? I don't think there's a rural part of St. Louis, but you know what I'm trying to say. Like the outskirts of St. Louis. The rural St. Louis. <laughs> Goodness. So the uh, Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, they're hiring right now like to be the driver of the Wienermobile. I think that would be another fun thing we should all try. Being the driver? Yeah. All four of us at the same time? Yep. Just all of us. Like, we have to fight for the driver's seat. Yeah. We'll be, like, in the floorboard. One person presses brakes, one gas. One in, one's in charge of turning left and turning right. I think so. No, one's got the steering wheel, one's got the brakes, one's got the gas, and the other one has to tell us how to get where we're going. 
I think the driver can do that though. The one who has the wheel. <laughs> no, Sam. You blind. He's blind. He's not allowed to look. You just close your eyes. Put a mask over. Him. We've taken two steps back just so we can have four people do things in the car. <laughs> We've done what is necessary. What is necessary? Yeah. Goodness. This is going to be an interesting week, I feel like. I feel like that, and I'm just rounding it out, sort of a final thoughts part. Um, we're all starting this brand new adventure into online again. You know, third semester, really, of online stuff. And you got all these new classes and everything. Sam and I are starting this journey. Uh, UT hired an athletic director real quick, new coach. This is going to be an interesting semester, I feel like. And I hope, I hope that with the thing, thing the way things are going, we didn't even talk about this. So like, if the goal is to vaccinate 100 million Americans in 100 days, right, and, like, drive up that herd immunity, I really think that, like, this summer could potentially be, uh, like, I don't want to say, I don't want to change it. Yeah, I, don't, I was going to say hot girl summer, but, like, just for the meme... It could be. Could be what? It it could be hot girl summer. I'll just say it. It's it it is our version of hot girl summer. Like, if we can go to hangout fest, let's make it happen. If we can go to the lake, let's make it happen. That's one thing. One of y'all needs to come to hangout fest with me because I I have the tickets and like, you know, I don't want to go alone. I don't. You see, I'm more of a I'm a I'm a simple man. I just like. Watching films or playing games. I would kill to go to the movies again. You know, like, that's what I... That is one thing. I love going to the movies. Yeah, that's the thing I think I've missed the most through the pandemic. Because I I was talking with mom the other day. Is it, like, the last time I went to the movies, to the theater, was a year ago. Like, around this time in January. Straight up, The Gentleman came out. And it came out in, like, January of 2020. And that's the last movie I saw in theaters. It's kind of crazy to think. But no, I've watched count, and that's the thing is I've watched countless films at the house, like, but they've all been movies that have came out. I haven't seen a new movie, you know, like over a year. Because if you want to see a new movie, you have to buy a subscription service that they are all coming out on. Like, I can't go and just see a new movie. I guess that's what's kind of tripping me up. Like, I guarantee you the first movie I see post all this, like, it doesn't matter, like, how crappy or what it is. I'm going to think it's a masterpiece. Like. We're going to go see Fast and Furious 38. They're, like, crashing a car into the sun. I'm going to stand up, like, crying in the film. Like, yes, it's so good. I love Fast and Furious. It was about family. (laughs) (laughs) That, that that, that, like, fifth Wiz Khalifa song again. It's Wiz Khalifa. It's fine. I don't care. It made me think about it. it's okay. I really want to go see the uh, Wonder, Woman, Wonder Woman movie. I've heard that it's pretty good, actually. What, uh, the new one? Yeah. It was something. I didn't really enjoy it that much. Oh, was it not as good as the first one? I think it was heavily carried by Gal Gadot and Pedro Pascal. Like, they're 
Isn't, like those two actors. Isn't that like the premise though? Yeah. Is <laughs> to like have it carried by those two. I don't actors. think it was told very well. It was all over the place. That's like all DC movies though. Aquaman's like the only exception. And the first Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. I don't know. I think they got it right with like a couple of I'm ex- I'm excited to see how the uh the uh I don't know, finish your statement. No, I want to know. What sorry. do you think is a good DC movie? Oh, no. The the good DC movies are definitely like Aquaman and the uh the Wonder Woman movie. Like there haven't been a bunch of good ones. Shazam is all right. Like I'll it was give, okay. Uh, yeah, I'll give I'll give it that. It's okay. But that's about it. Um I'm really excited to see how this uh, Suicide Squad, James Gunn one, how that's going to be. Who knows? Yeah, who who knows? It'll be fine. <laughs> we'll, we'll get out of this unscathed, hopefully. Is a uh, Vision and uh, the, the yeah that one? Yeah, WandaVision, Vision is that out? Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but I think they have like two episodes. Yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, is it? Okay, what if they just got rid of Vision and just made it Wanda? Like out of the name or the show? Yeah, like took Vision out of the out of the show. I'd still watch it. I mean, I would too. I don't like Vision. It's called just. It's called just Wanda. Just Wanda. Just be Elizabeth Olsen, and I'd watch it. Just straight up. It'd just be her sitting on the couch and for like. <laughs> and probably like her. Does anybody like Vision? He's okay. I don't have anything against him. I think he's neat. <laughs> the official. I think he's very favorite. bland. Yeah. Doctor Strange though, I like Doctor Strange. If it Doctor was Strange like supposedly, supposedly, uh, Wanda is going to be Wanda's going to be a big role in the next Doctor Strange movie, and that's how they're kind of kind of set up the series to go into multiverse. Yeah, I'm also curious because they said that it's going to be like a horror movie sort of type deal. Yeah, it's like, supposed to be. Like I don't know how and they, Sam Raimi's doing it. Me. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. Like I don't see how they can make a Marvel horror movie. Like if it's going to actually scare me, I don't get it. You know the Doctor Strange villain. And that movie is literally named Demon. <laughs> it's it's just straight up the devil. <laughs> it, it basically is. It's like the Marvel Comics version of the devil. Is it Mephisto? No, its name is Demon. Ah. Ah. That's, that's why it's very it's literal. <laughs> it's very, very on point. On point. What's your name? Demon. Oh, I bet he's bad. <laughs> he's a bad this guy. This guy doesn't sound like a good person. <laughs> really? But all right. Uh, does anybody else have anything else they would like to inform the collective of before we pack it up for this week and ride off into the sunset? No. <laughs> all right. Well, you have it there, folks. It's uh, It's been a great episode. Sounds um, like the shit We'll, we're, I'm gonna I'm gonna I don't know about you guys I'm gonna get in my car on the lane train and ride off into the sunset as well so uh, I don't watch sports fair fair but for everybody that's for everybody that is uh, listening uh, we have a new shirt in the merch store check it out 
Uh, we'll have more coming soon. Um, thanks for listening, and as always, we love you, uh, and keep it up. Keep it up, everybody. We'll, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.